Welcome to the green screen of death. My name is Adrian. And my name is Bill. So we're on episode 94. Ryan Smith. Oh, dude. Nice Edmonton call. Oilers. Yeah. Forward. Hey. Captain Canada. That's right. That dude captained so many World Canada teams. Yeah, man. Yeah. Never good. won a cup, though. <laughs> good call. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on, buddy? Oh, just chilling, man. Yeah. We're we're finally back, right? Like, <laughs> Hey, once again, we do this when we can. Yeah. Life comes up, man. That's right. Yeah. Life comes up. Film festivals happen. Trips happen. Movies don't open. Movies nothing to watch. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All kinds of things. But we're back. We're here to rescue uh, film criticism and movie podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brilliant. Yeah. I know the masses who listen are, are like breathing a sigh of relief. Finally. Finally. They're back. Oh, oh my God. They're back. <laughs> That's right. It's like a freaking New Kids on the Block reunion. <laughs> it is. It really is. Yeah. No. Uh it, it would have been seriously if we had done it like two weeks ago it would have been just like Netflix movies yeah nothing opened that's a funny thing I think I even asked you I was like should we just review Netflix movies <laughs> so, no like, <laughs> I, I, I want the the, the, the the big three to be juicy man yeah. I, don't, I don't want it to be like mm-hmm. Dolomite's awesome but oh uh, it's a great movie what, what else after Dolomite yeah, like, yeah. Uh, no I hear you yeah. yeah exactly but yeah we've got some good stuff to talk about today for yeah, sure man. Uh, yeah, not, not much going on in my life, man. Oh, is that um, right? Just, just chilling. Yeah, that's good. Still Chilling's not good. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Still not really feeling movies. Oh, really? But I'm still watching movies. Yeah. It's weird. There's been some good ones recently, though. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Will Lindis, who dropped his uh, best of decade in progress list, oh. which then unfortunately got me going on my best of decade <laughs> list. And I'm a little weirdly obsessive about these kind of things. Okay, yeah. So I've started rewatching movies. Nice. And making lists, checking it twice. Right on. All that Christmas cliche bullshit. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, but no, um, it's, it, it could get out of hand. Like, oh. I, it's There's too many years there, man. I, totally. I uh, think I'm going to do a top 25. Nice. Because it's just too long to do a top 10. Yeah. That seems really stupid. Oh, yeah. And hopefully I'll, maybe I'll be able to talk you into it. And yeah. And we'll do a show. That'd be fun. And yeah. Uh, I already know what my number one is. Oh, you already? That's the only one I know. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And the rest is like, it's funny how you watch a couple of these films and you're like, wow, how was that actually like number three that year for me? Yeah. That feels like a number one. Yeah. You're talking about Inherent Vice, aren't you? <laughs> I haven't watched that yet, but okay. I've, I've probably watched that movie five times since we reviewed it. Yeah. And I really love Inherent Vice. It's a great one. Yeah. No, I the movie I was, I was actually talking about was Under the Skin. Oh, right. The yeah. Jonathan Glazer film. And I wasn't as high on it as you, so I need to watch it again, too, because, you know, that's our jam, you know, yeah. sci-fi weird shit. I, I watched it last night. I'm just like, this film is just flawless. Nice. It's perfect. Yeah. Everything about it is perfect. So it's like, a, I, I think of this list as a, as a chance to, like, maybe right some wrongs. Cool. Because sometimes when we made our lists, we like those top ten lists, we saw some of those films like the night before. Oh yeah, it's tough. Yeah, like because and that's the thing when it comes to the movies that we love over time. Like that's the thing. Like I'll take an extreme example: A Clockwork Orange. I, I tried to watch it about three or four times when I was younger and uh, didn't obviously didn't enjoy it because I kept turning it off. Yeah, or listen to our original review of La La Land. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's a perfect example. I did not like it. Or Adrian did not like it at all. No, and then I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, it's very weird. <laughs> yeah. I just decided to watch it uh, again and 
fell in love. So wow, it that's fell in love. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> smitten by La La Land. <laughs> Jesus, no, I, no, but it's 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 quite interesting. Like I'm 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 kind of curious if all my number ones will line up. Oh yeah, because they're not right now. Yeah, some films have actually dropped. Wow. Yeah. Huh. I, I made a rough list just on stuff that I've watched in the last ten years. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that was not my number one film of that year. Huh. Like it wasn't even my like, my number three film. Really? Of that year. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's huh. gonna be a very interesting That's show. Cool. Look forward to well, it. Which and, which movie did you see in two thousand nine? That was a twenty ten release. Uh, Un Prophet. Oh shit! That's right. The, oh, that's uh, a great one. The Jacques Odiard film. Yeah, it yeah. was. That was a top five film. Yeah, oh, I yeah. adore that film. Yeah, I think it's one of the great uh, prison caper films. Oh yeah, ever. Yeah, it's like uh, almost on like Godfather level. As far nice. as and, it's it's great, man. And I saw it at VIF in October of two thousand nine. Yeah, even though it opened in March of twenty ten. <laughs> that's right. Because of my list rules, I can't count it. That's unreal. Yeah, damn. And I and I had it penciled in, and I, I looked at the date, and I'm like, oh fuck, I saw that at VIF. Oh shit. Dun dun dun. <laughs> but it was, that was a great VIF screening. I tell you. Nice. Yeah, I bet. We all walked out of there like. Like we've been hit by a car. Sweet. Yeah. I bet. That that's a great film. That's a great film. Yeah, if you haven't seen A Prophet, Un Prophet, mm-hmm. Jacques Odiard, two thousand nine, it's a masterpiece. It is. Yeah. That's not a movie club one, is it? No, I think But it, you did recommend you were the one who recommended it to me years ago. Yeah, it's pretty damn great nice but yeah other than that um yeah not much going on with me ah yeah what about you i've got some stuff going on last week uh biggest reason we didn't record last week is because i held a charity stream a 12-hour stream on twitch it's twitch.tv slash the crow show um the charity was for wounded warrior project it's a an american organization dedicated to helping veterans with healthcare and any other programs they need help with they give them resources provide counseling provide you know um business smart clothes when they go for interviews uh a lot of really really amazing resources for veterans who need help after they've served you know stuff the government should probably survive oh, provide yeah man you would think yeah you'd think they would they would have programs available but no it's just just, just saying just saying yeah you know ptsd um counseling they still have to pay for that oh man that stuff that stuff's all real yeah so uh, uh over the course of 12 hours uh, we raised one thousand one hundred and sixty-five dollars US, which is phenomenal. Like See, I'm just a little guy. Which is funny because where did you start the 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 thing at? Like two fifty? Yeah, I think I think I originally had it set at one fifty, and then my buddy is like, "Bro, you need to raise that. You need to go to like three fifty or no?" He said five hundred. I was like, "Okay, we'll try for five hundred." And we hit it, and then uh, and then he's like, raise it to a thousand, and then we hit that at the end of the night. It was incredible. So um, I'm I'm just so thankful, and I was like, of course, it's me. I was overwhelmed with emotions. There's a clip out there of me just like bawling my eyes out when we hit our goals, and ah, there's nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah, it was it was a beautiful moment, and it it really just showed me how many people are affected. Now we are all of us are affected by the the brave men and women and individuals who serve 
to protect our freedoms. And um, I had so many people stopping into my stream and people donating who said, you know, my father served or my great grandfather served. And you told an incredible story that got me all choked up. And um, just so many people came in. And I, I even had a couple of people who donated anonymously and then sent me a message saying, I'm currently serving. So thank you for looking out for the people that, that I serve with. Dude, so, hell yeah. It was an amazing experience, and I'm going to leave it open indefinitely, uh, so I'll, I'll leave a, a link in the show notes. If anybody's interested, check it out. Share it if you like. If you can donate, that's cool. If not, uh, no worries. We we did a pretty good job. Cool. And uh, I did that with my buddy Brandon. He uh, he served uh, in the Navy, U.S. Navy, and I, I met him at TwitchCon, so we, we partnered up and did a good thing, so it, it felt nice. How did the twelve-hour stream go? Were you were you good? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was surprisingly pretty easy for me. I felt really comfortable. My my back was a little stiff at the end, but otherwise, I f- I think that you know the twenty-four hour movie marathons and <laughs> you know going to Fantastic Fest, which every day is pretty much a twelve-hour oh, yeah. day of m- watching movies. Yeah. Um, no, actually, more. It's like more like. 14 to 16 hours so i think all of that kind of stuff just inadvertently got me prepared for that so plus you also have like a 500 hundred dollar computer chair <laughs> that's true yeah <laughs> that chair is amazing so that helped a lot um also on the topic of gaming i had, uh, and part of that stream i played a lot of death stranding and uh, over the course of the first week i played 40 plus hours so you know out of seven days that was almost two days of just playing death stranding while still working nice <laughs> so it's like what a fucking loser <laughs> I, I i haven't haven't played it yet i'm, I'm yeah. playing the outer worlds oh right which is like severely my jam nice it's uh from the guys who made follow new vegas my right. my favorite follow game nice and it's like a big giant fuck you to bethesda oh it is yeah damn it's so good that's awesome i love it right on. Yeah, it, it might be my game of the year really yeah holy shit i just love it that's awesome death. that's awesome yeah right I'm, I'm about uh 50 hours in. oh nice yeah that's sick dude oh, i'm glad you're enjoying that because yeah. i know a lot of people who love uh fallout new vegas were really excited about this one so yeah. that's cool and uh death stranding um a lot of people are oversimplifying it calling it like amazon courier deliverer all this dumb stuff and on the surface i can see why people are saying that but until you actually play it you really don't know what you're talking about i I love the experience yeah i've heard a lot of people say that uh it's completely surprised them. Yeah. Like they, they didn't know what it was going to be, and then it was this, and they yeah. were shocked by it. Yeah. So for, for me, a big part of it is it mirrors the social media experience of today, and uh, Kojima really catches what it's like to be online these days. You know, while we can all be very social, we're not really seeing anybody we're not really truly talking to people but sometimes the things we do online people will like it once in a while and that that feels kind of cool hideo kojima yeah strong drugs oh totally strong drugs (laughs) exactly (laughs) definitely on some on something while he's some of the cutscenes, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And like, <laughs> strong drugs. There's a little baby attached to your chest, yeah. and it's crazy. So strange. Yeah. But it works. Yeah, it works. It really works. If you're curious and, you know, if, if funds are a little tight, 
It'll probably go on sale during, you know, Christmas time or shortly after, maybe. Maybe check it out then. Uh, but otherwise, that, that's about it for me, I think. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Are uh, you ready to move on to the, the rant? A little, uh, little rant action? Rant action. So this is where we rant about anything movie-related. Uh, why don't you get us started off? So, the last couple of days, something has really picked up that's been building steam for the last couple of years, I would say. Nice. Slowly, but... The last couple of days, it's been getting really big because, mm-hmm. oh my God, release the Snyder Cut hashtag. Oh, yeah. Got, got retweeted by Ben Affleck. <laughs> ben Affleck. Gal Gadot. Yeah. Zack Snyder? Zack Snyder himself. What? <laughs> Zack Snyder himself? Yes, that means it's coming. I got news for you. <laughs> it's never coming. Do you yeah. want to know why? Why? Because Zack Snyder never finished the movie. Yeah. Which means no special effects have been done. Yeah. Which means somebody would have to pay 50 million bucks to finish the film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's never coming out, folks. And didn't... Who took over for him again? Uh, Whedon? Yeah. Whedon? Whoever it was? Whedon? Yeah, Joss Whedon. Yeah, he... Uh, and he would have shot some stuff, too, that yeah. made it into the final cut of the movie. So but it it won't exist. They're, it not gonna, not. they're not going to put it back in theaters. No. No. They're not going to put it on... HBO Max <laughs> or Disney Plus yeah. or whatever. No, it's it's an unfinished film. Like literally right now, if you were to watch it, it would be a bunch of people acting against a green screen. Yeah, with no color timing. Yeah. And uh, it just, it, basically what we'd be looking at is cut scenes. Yeah. And I have no interest in that. I don't either. Uh, why don't you make a comic of it? Yeah, do that. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but it's never coming out folks yeah i know it's become like a total joke now like a, yeah it's like just a, a meme like a meme but yeah. just calm down oh yeah rant out rant out rant oh, out. good rant i agree with you man even though i'm like the number one fanboy of all things snyder and and, and uh, dcu <laughs> <laughs> uh, my rant is Sort of along the same lines, because that Snyder Cut thing, it is an HBO Max marketing ploy, right? It's just to get people excited for HBO Max. Um, But my thing is the streaming services. Uh, Since we last recorded, we've seen the release of Apple TV Plus and Disney Plus. And of course, Netflix releases original content about uh, 50 times a week. And Amazon Prime has, has been making more stuff as well. And Crave even has some original content, which, you know... Letter Kenny? Yeah, that's right. Uh, there's a lot of streaming services out there, and people are like, why can't they all just get together and make one package? Well, they're, they're competing companies, and uh, that would be, I, I, it just, it'll never happen. You know, I think that all of those companies would be, I think they will celebrate the death of whoever flinches first. Whether it's Amazon or Apple or Netflix, ne- Disney Plus will never go away. We can say that for sure. Do you know who's going to die first? Who's that? The cable companies. That's probably true, actually. Yeah. And who's 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 going to want cable in five years? Yeah. I, and I also want to talk about that briefly because people are saying, well, this, these streaming services were supposed to replace cable. And it's like, not really. Like, they're just... They're, they're, they're their own thing, and they have their own original movies and TV shows that are being produced directly by Netflix or Amazon or Apple and Disney, of course. And, um, you know, it's just you cannot tune into any channel uh, on cable, as far as I know, and watch, you know, the latest chef show, you know? Like, it's only on Netflix. So I just wish people would just shut the f*** 
up. And if you know, vote with your dollar and leave it at that. You uh, you got Apple TV Plus. Yeah. You got Disney Plus. Yeah. 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 I'm a fanboy to the max. <laughs> nice. I, I do not have them. Okay. I, I, I might have somebody's password. Oh, that works too. I'm not going to say <laughs> yeah. much more than that, but uh, yeah. thoughts on uh, The Mandalorian? Uh, I'm loving it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to talk about it in Lightning Round, okay, though. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll talk about all that have stuff. Have you watched anything on Apple Plus? I have. I've watched C, a couple episodes. I watched the first episode of The Morning Show. Oh, how was it? It's okay. It's okay? Okay. It's nothing great. Yeah. Okay. For the amount of talent in that show, it should be way better. Oh, really? Steve Carell, Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Aniston yeah. Mark Duplass. Oh, Duplass, that's yeah. right. Huh. Uh, it should be better. Yeah. I heard it gets better, but after watching one episode, I'm like, that's not. Oh, wow. I don't know if I want to watch this anymore. Huh. So. Crazy. But yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's super easy. Yeah. It's all on my PS4. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Right on. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's my rant. Just cool. chill, people. Get someone else's password and stop bitching. <laughs> do what the rest of us do. Yeah. Get my password. I, I pay for everybody's fucking. <laughs> I pay for everybody's fucking Netflix and Disney Plus. Um, That's terrible. I don't. I don't have Adrian's. That's <laughs> not mine. <laughs> no, mine are all used up. <laughs> I, would, I would never ask Adrian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. You ready to talk about some movies? It's rock and roll. Let's do it. Let's start out with um, this one. Just came out last weekend, right? Doctor Sleep. Hell yeah! Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about Doctor Sleep? Because it seems like people out there are not aware of what this movie even is. Even so, though I thought it was clear from the marketing. So directed by Mike Flanagan, uh, starring Hugh McGregor. Rebecca Ferguson and uh, Adrian's favorite child actor, Jacob Tromley. Can't forget him. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, years following the events of The Shining, a now adult Danny Torrance must protect a young girl with similar powers from a cult known as The True Knot. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Was that actually said in the movie? I think it was. I don't, I, 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 when I wrote that down, I'm like, I didn't remember that. Yeah. I don't remember it either yeah. being said, but that's cool. That's their name, the True Knot. So a couple shows ago, we talked about how uh, how much we didn't think we needed El Camino in our life and yeah. how we were totally yeah. afraid it was going to destroy the, the greatness of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Same with this. <laughs> yeah. I watched the trailer and I'm like... You know what? I'm not the biggest Shining fan. Okay. I love The Shining. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I would, it's a it's a lower film in the Kubrick catalog for me because okay. let's, let's just say that dude's the goat. Yeah. And his catalog was pretty deep. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's still a five-star film, and I love The Shining. But please don't screw that movie up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because guess what? As much as I think Mike Flanagan is a talent, he's no Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. And The Shining is very specific. It is. Shots. Things you remember from that film are all shots. Oh yeah, and it's just like it's such a spectacular film, shot wise. Yeah, and I'm thinking, oh man, they're gonna they're gonna fuck this up. Mm-hmm. They're gonna fuck this up. Yeah, and <laughs> everybody's gonna bitch about it for the next year. How they just, I'm watching the film and I'm I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is this is pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of digging this. Yeah, this this is actually really good. Yeah. Uh, this is not ruining The Shining. No, not even close to. If anything, no. it's 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 adding to the mythos. Oh, totally. And I should be hating this. Why am I not hating this? Yeah. Turns out it's because it's maybe the most underrated surprise film of the year. Yeah. That I yeah. expected to hate. Yeah. But I ended up loving. 
Yeah, I loved it. Wow. I, I got excited for the idea of a sequel because I was like, that's fucking ballsy, man. Because you talk about the imagery from Kubrick's The Shining. You think about Danny uh, Dude, on his you, tricycle down the hallway. You think about the opening scene with the Kubrick and the helicopter shooting the car going yeah. down. Yeah. Iconic scene. Yeah. Like everything in that film is iconic. Yeah. The you, twins at the end of the hallway. Like you, you, go, you go to the Alamo Draft House. It's got the freaking shining carpet yeah. as you walk in. Yeah. It's iconic. Yeah. It's super iconic. Yeah. Like that whole movie. Yeah. Like in Jack Nicholson's performance. Oh, yeah. Even Shelley Duvall and her oh. weirdness. Shelley Duvall rules in that role. She's, <laughs> she's perfect. She's so weird. And, da- and Danny Lloyd with his bowl cut and his, <laughs> yeah. his weird red round and all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, holy crap, dude. This movie is awesome. It is. I, don't I know, think it's I, great. I don't know where this came from, but yeah. holy crap. It is, it, it is the most surprising film of the year. Yeah. Uh, everything. Mm-hmm. I was shocked yeah. how well it's made. The script actually is like really coherent and, yeah. as I said, adds to the mythos. The acting yeah. is great, mm-hmm. including the really great Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, I love her. Like, I think she's having, out of all the movies I've watched this year, she's probably the one that's having the most fun in her role. She's like this like gypsy hippie witch character who wears yeah. a hat all the time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, looks like my future wife. No, oh, I, I yeah. don't want to say anything bad about that, but man. Same here. Holy. <laughs> yeah. You're married. Um, <laughs> uh, she, she is so great in the film. Yeah. She, uh, just the way she, uh, just the way she moves kind of like really hippy dippy. Oh yeah. Uh, she, she, she just knows what she's doing with the character. Yeah. Uh, you and McGregor's having fun. Oh yeah. Lots of fun. Yeah. Everybody in the film's having fun. Um, uh, and it's all about this, this, uh, this little girl who, um, starting to show powers just like Danny Torrance did. And that the group led by Rebecca Ferguson survive on the shining power. Right. They, uh, they they live by extracting it from people, children, because when when they make, they become adults, it becomes tainted. Yeah. Uh, so they they go around North America trying to find children to steal their their shine from. Yeah. And uh, you're thinking, well, that sounds really stupid. <laughs> Can I tell you, folks? It's not. It's a great device. It's a really great device. Uh, it's it, it's really weird how it works, and it's really kind of creepy. Yeah. Because it's children. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's fucked up, is what it is. And Danny Torrance had a really bad childhood. Oh yeah, and now he's a really bad adult. Yeah, he's an alcoholic. He's going around with bad people, and he finally decides that he wants to change his life and get sober and everything. And then this little girl comes into his life, and everything just kind of gets fucked up. Oh yeah, and I'm. It's a two hour and forty five minute movie. Yeah, I'm explaining nothing on purpose. Yeah, go in fresh, friends. Yeah, this is. Seriously, see it on the big screen. Yeah. This is going to leave very quickly. It's not doing very well. Yeah. But we're here to tell you to go and see it. Yeah, absolutely go see it. And uh, what I really love about this one is when they use their powers. And again, I'm going to be very vague here because I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. Some of it's hinted at in the trailers, but luckily they don't really give any of that away. It's so much fucking fun watching them play in that world in when they're using their their shining powers <laughs> it's cool and like the uh the villains in the movie they i think they're awesome like there's a guy in there called crow daddy he's like <laughs> the uh he's like the right hand man to rebecca ferguson's character and he's a native american guy he has a prominent role played by the great cliff curtis Oh, is that his name yeah okay um yeah he's he's amazing and um, I thought they did a really good job of avoiding stereotypes 
with Native Americans. Like, he's just a great character, well-developed, well-acted, and, you know, they don't do any of this, you know, oh, I'm tracking uh, something over here, and I got medicine, and, you know, they didn't do any of that. Not that I expect that, but as a Native Canadian guy, you kind of half expect that token Native guy thing, but he's just an amazing character, and I I love that so much. And you talked a little bit about the alcoholism um the alcoholism and substance abuse in this movie is super honest and poignant and um the way it's employed in this movie is just so heartbreaking and it you know i think i think all of us on this planet have loved ones or people we know that are greatly affected by alcoholism and it was a powerful device that was used to great effect and uh, it really just destroyed my heart yeah do you know what else is used to really good effect? Nostalgia. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not just um, I don't. They use clips from The Shining, right? But they also use people who look like the people who were in The Shining, right? And I'm being vague here, yeah. And it works incredibly well. Oh yeah, holy crap! Yeah, like Scatman Crothers is dead. Yeah, but you yeah. would not know it. Yeah, I would. I thought that was him for a I minute. I totally thought it was him, even <laughs> though like, you know, I know he died like thirty years ago. Where'd they find this footage? And I'm just like, holy shit, that dude looks just like him. Yeah, and uh, it's just like little things like that. Yeah. It's the little things. You can tell that Mike Flanagan is like a big fan of The Shining. Oh yeah, he's just like, let's go. Yeah, and Stephen King likes this. Yeah, and he hated the movie. Right, like, come on, friends. Yeah, this movie bombed. Yeah, and it deserves so much more. Oh yeah, so much. This is gonna be a huge movie on like Netflix, Blu-ray, whatever. People are gonna discover this, and it's gonna be a classic. Oh yeah, yeah. Be one of the people that said, "Yeah, I saw it in the big screen." Hell yeah, give us some money. Hell yeah. And on that topic of like the sort of throwback shots um, of the characters that we see from the previous movie, um, I really wanted to just point out that no, I'm not going there. Let's not go there. Spoiler. I, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to ruin potentially ruin anything because nobody saw this movie, and that makes me so fucking sad. I know. It's an incredible movie. I'd love to see it again, actually. No, but when I talk to people about it, they're all just like, oh, that looks stupid. Yeah. I thought I thought it was everything he did was amazing. Yeah. Like, the composition, the set design. Like, hats off to the set designers, man, because I kept thinking, like, there's no way that stuff is still lying around in some studio. They had to rebuild all that shit, and yep. it looked flawless. Yeah, um, so good. But yeah, the and I'm I'm ready to hand the crown over to Mike Flanagan after this, dude, because he's been putting out quality stuff. He has been doing work. Yeah, I will give him that. I haven't liked all of his films, but uh, I've always thought that there was something to the films. Yeah, I just haven't lo- always liked them. Okay, I think I, he's. This yeah, this this is the test. Yeah, I think he's even ready for bigger things now. Oh, same here. Yeah, and yeah. this was this was pretty big. Yeah, I don't think you can get bigger than this in the horror world. No. Like, um, it you know, the, there's a thing. The thing about The Shining and horror is it really sounds shitty to say, but horror is has always been undervalued in terms of how important it is among movies. Like some people will, um, you know, put. Uh, well, what's the, what's the only horror film to win Best Picture? Yeah, Black Swan. No, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, Silence of the yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah only one has won. Yeah, and uh, if you want to call that a horror film, but I'll I'll go that far. Yeah, yeah, it. it I think it is. It, it is a blend of things. But uh, where the hell was I going with that? But 
you know, in terms of like the horror world, uh, I don't think it gets better, bigger than this because The Shining had that cross platform because it was Kubrick and it was like very mainstream and very accessible and is regarded as a classic, not only among horror fans, but among non-cinephiles as well. So he had a huge, huge hurdle to jump over and I thought he cleared it with flying colors and um that made me so happy because i did not need a sequel to the shining but uh this i'm so glad it exists the the best thing was is that i think a bunch of us were kind of blindsided by it yeah and i know i got out of it and saw that you and will lindis were talking about on twitter and i'm just just like just got out of it dude (laughs) whoa (laughs) exactly it, it it was just like wow uh Wow! Wow! Like yeah. that shouldn't have happened. Yeah, and that's the best thing about cinema, man. Yeah, like I, as I said, I, I haven't really been into watching movies lately, but right. that kind of energized me a bit. Right on, got me dude. going. And I was just like, well, cool. right on, right yeah. on. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. My 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 thing is, is why why wasn't that at Fantastic Fest? I was wondering the same thing. Like that, if that had been a secret screen, that would have fucking destroyed small children, man. Oh yeah, holy oh, yeah. crap! <laughs> <laughs> melted brain. Totally. Yeah. But I, I guess they didn't have a lot of cur- like courage in it or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, that would have played extremely well there. But uh, yeah, and it would have built word of mouth. Exactly. People would have been, would have been talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, if you're listening, please, it won't be out in theaters much longer. So please go support this film. Now it opened to like 12 million. Yeah. I think it made like 4 million this weekend. Jeez. So, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't cheap. It probably cost more, close to probably a hundred million bucks. Yeah. So, All things. Yeah, yeah. Consider the marketing and everything. And yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the, of the Shining, though, I, I watched the new 4K Blue, Blu-ray. Of oh, it. nice. Uh, it's worth buying. Really? It looks so much better than the Blu-ray. Wow. It's scary. Oh, no way. Yeah. The 4K Blu-ray of The Shining is incredible. Sweet. Yeah. Right it's, on. It's, it's the most 4K bump I've seen in, on a disc. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I also was watching on like a 65-inch OLED at my oh, friend's nice. house. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a really nice TV. But man, that disc Damn. looks amazing. I'll have to check it out then. I also really want an OLED TV. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but they're like dumb. Yeah. Like 3000 bucks for like a 50-inch. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Right on, dude. Yeah. So that's a big... Thumbs up over here. Big thumbs up. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. That's a catchphrase I just coined. Yeah. (laughs) Please don't sue us, Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel's estate. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, Speaking of exciting, let's move on to our next movie review. Uh, Let's talk about Ford v. Ferrari. Made by the great James Mangold. I watched a James Mangold film a couple nights ago, actually. Oh, nice. I'll I'll let you try to guess it. Stars uh, Tom Cruise. Tom? Whoa. Tom Cruise. I didn't know he did a James Mangold film. Yeah. Which one was that? Night and Day. No way. Yeah. Shit, Night and Day? Kind of an underrated Tom Cruise film. That was a Mangold film? Yeah, James Mangold. Loving that one. Yeah, it's actually kind of a fun film. I, I had the Blu-ray, and yeah. I was going through my collection, and I, and I kind of put it aside, thinking because I, I knew it was James Mangold. Yeah. And I'm like, I should probably watch that again, because I, huh. I remember liking it when it came out. Yeah. It's, it's rather fun. It is. Yeah. It's super fun. Tom Cruise just being super weird the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite Damn. fun. Uh, so yeah, Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, Matt Damon 
Christian Bale, uh, American car designer Carol Shelby and driver Ken Miles battle corporate interference, the laws of physics, and their own personal demons to build a revolutionary race car for Ford to challenge Ferrari at the 24-hour of Le Mans in 1966. Yeah. A friend of mine called this the ultimate dad movie. <laughs> that sounds about right. And I was like, fuck you, it's way more than that. <laughs> this is just a slick piece of entertainment. Hell yeah, it they is. They don't make films like this very often. Nope. Uh, it's just a really fun, entertaining film with really great actors, a great, I would say, Hollywood A-list director, and a gripping story. The story yeah. is really gripping. It is. Uh, I had no idea what this was. Yeah. I knew basically what I saw in the trailer these two dudes were going to go against Enzo Ferrari and try to win Le Mans. And it's super gripping. Mm-hmm. Uh, led by, I think, the, the really underrated Matt Damon. Yeah. Who is always good. Yeah. He's really good in this film. Yeah. He'll get no recognition because everybody will be, oh, it's Christian Bale playing another character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what all he can do. Yeah. Uh, whereas Matt Damon is actually like a really good performance. Yeah. Uh, not to say that Christian Bale is bad. Yeah. But he's good. Uh, I was really into this film. Uh, it's I'm not into car racing. So that says a lot. Yeah. That I actually like this film. Uh, it starts off as like the, 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 the two rebel guys who are like nerds. Right. Basically, going against the world yeah. of car racing. These guys are like the, the rebels. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why Ford picked them. There's also a reason why Ford doesn't want them to win. Yeah. Because they're, they're the rebels. Yeah. And uh, man, good stuff. Like, just the the the, the, the whole race like scene is incredible. Mm-hmm. See it on the biggest screen possible with yeah. the biggest fucking sound possible. Oh, yeah. Like, th- th- this film should have bored me to tears. Yeah. Just like the, uh, the, the, the Ron Howard film Rush a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. Which was also really good. Yeah, like, I enjoyed Rush. Like this, this is really good stuff. Like I, I don't think I should like this film. To yeah, you, but I did. Yeah, and, and everybody I know who's who's watched it has loved it. Right on. It's it's like the the sneaky Oscar film of the year. I They're, think so. Everybody's talking really <laughs> great things about this film. Yeah. But nobody's really saying anything about awards. Yeah, I think it might be a big award movie. Yeah, it made big money. Yeah, because it's incredibly accessible. The feeling I got from the audience was very similar to the feeling I got when I watched Argo with an audience. Just people loved watching it, and it's just so entertaining. And uh, I love this movie because uh, I think it's one of the most exhilarating films I've seen in a very long time. Like when I was thinking about movies that got me really excited, the way I was was watching this, uh, I couldn't think of anything. I, you know, if I went through all my watch stuff and through Wikipedia, I could probably find some things. But um, it captures the best aspects of going to the movies and seeing a big screen movie like incredible shots of racing you can hear the roaring of the engines the screeching of the tires and um the 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 intensity of the danger that they're putting themselves in you know they're racing cars as fast as they can and trying to find the limits of how far they can push push these machines and there are a lot of sequences where you're rooting for them to win and also hey that guy's in danger too and it's so freaky to watch i was on the edge of my seat because i didn't know the the full story like i i had a general idea because uh, my older brother is very much into racing so of course i just learn stuff through him talking about it so um but i i love the lead performances and that goes without saying uh but i i think a, a real strong point is the ensemble performances like um 
Tracy Letts shows up and just hits home runs with every fucking scene. Dude always hits home runs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the great Josh Lucas. Josh Lucas is amazing. It's, he's the, the, the villain in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's just a, a prick capital P. Yeah. Like, yeah. asshole. Yeah. But he's great. He is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I didn't know anything about this, and I'm going to be really vague here. If the ending of this film is actually true, that's really fucked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really fucked up. Totally. Um, yeah. Uh, one of the best films of the year. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw it at the, at the Vancouver International Film Festival, mm-hmm. and uh, that audience are snobby pricks. <laughs> yeah. And they liked it. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Which says a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, these people are here to see, like, four-hour Bellatar films. <laughs> yeah. And they loved Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, one of the best films of the year. Highest recommendation. Yeah. Um, I Yeah. I can't say enough good about it, tell you the truth. Oh, totally. There's two people I wanted to point out, too, real quick. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Katrina Balfi. Yeah. She... I, I looked at her IMDb and I didn't recognize Outlander. her from anything. Yeah, that's right. Well, I don't watch it, so but uh, I loved her and she's stunning to look at. I, I don't mind saying that, um, but she puts in a really great performance. And uh, Ray McKinnon, he's super underrated character actor. You you know him from every movie he's ever made, <laughs> but you could never say his name. But I loved him in this. Yeah, um, yeah. What can I say? It's really good. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, but. My thought is that um, it's it's just it's gonna get over like nobody's even gonna see it mm-hmm. when it comes to Oscars. Another reason why the Oscars suck. Yeah, because it wasn't released on uh, December twenty fourth. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. If anything, Bale might get in just because it's another Bale performance. Yeah. I'm getting a little tired of Christian Bale. I'm Are not, you I'm really? Not gonna lie, like oh. he always has. It's always something. He, yeah. He, 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 Oh, I lost fifty pounds. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, I put on fifty pounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. Uh, true. He's really good, but I'm just. Yeah. I, I just want to see a, a performance where it's, it's just Christian Bale. Yeah. Doing a performance. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he is kind of when you think about prestigious actors, he's like uh, almost like in the same ballpark as Nicolas Cage yeah. kind of thing, I guess. But I, I love him. I, I thought he was awesome. If, if Meryl Streep is acting, then, <laughs> so uh, is Christian then Christian Bale, Bale is method acting. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but yeah, love this movie, man. I love it so much. It's so good. Cool. Hopefully, I'm glad you finally got to see it. I, yeah. saw, I saw it like a month and a half ago. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Everybody's seen it but me. All right. Speaking of movies everybody has seen but me, we can finally talk about our next movie. Uh, this one is called Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. The new Taika Waititi film. Uh, a young boy in Hitler's army finds out his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their home. Thank you, IMDb. Hey. That's the that's a good description that's the entire movie right there thanks (laughs) Uh, Roman Griffin Davis Thomason McKenzie Scarlett Johansson Sam Rockwell and Taika Waititi I can yeah Uh, wow this one is uh, I had a friend who really didn't like this film at all Mm -hmm. Uh, but I did okay yeah and he's Jewish and he said that um, any film that glamorizes Hitler in a a good way is, is terrible to him Hmm. And I kind of I understand where he's coming from, right? But um, isn't that the point of satire? It is, yeah, yeah. Like an ex- extreme example, a Serbian film. You know, yeah, 
but there's a lot of like reading between the lines in that one. I understand where he's coming from, but at the same time, I thought the film um, knew what it was doing. Yeah, it did that. It, it it laid that stuff down to have stuff happen in, in the third act that kind of made it so you had to have that stuff. Um, but I think it's a really good film. Um, I just now that my friend has said that to me, I don't know if I really want to recommend it to anybody anymore. Really? Yeah, it's weird. Huh? Um, <laughs> he like, let's go see a movie. And I'm like, cool. We can see Parasite or we can see Jojo Rabbit. Oh yeah. Let's see Jojo Rabbit because I think we might be reviewing it on the podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. We should have saw Parasite. Oh damn. Yeah. Well, I I would recommend it to. Everybody, and I would also say, oh, by the way, you know, they do have some fun with Nazi humor, which on paper shouldn't work. But I, I, f- I thought they did a fantastic job of dancing the line because it's more making fun of Nazis and making fun of Adolf Hitler. I didn't see it as glamorizing him in any way. I just thought, like, I can see where he's coming from, though, because in the you can see it in the trailer as well. The little boy in this movie, he does idolize and look up to Adolf Hitler. He wants to please him and make him happy. Um, but through everything they do, you realize the guy was just a freaking maniac. And everybody else in the film is so over it. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's the, the Adolf Hitler character is from a 10-year-old boy who doesn't have a father and is looking for a father figure. Yeah. Where everybody else in the, char- in the film fucking hates war yeah hates everything it stands for they're tired of doing it hate hitler and it's like okay i get it Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's i understand where he's coming from but at the same time i think it's i think taika does a really good job of as you said going across the line but Mm -hmm. it's like um i think it's really funny it is and i think the, the, the script is really smart it is and i think it's um the first two acts are really funny and then it's not yeah and i think that that's what makes the film um everything that you think is kind of stupid and dumb plays off in the third act and i think it's really good oh yeah uh i I think he's a really smart filmmaker and i think for people to um say all this stuff about it kind of makes him look bad and i I don't think it's that film i think um a a little bit of overthinking it just it's a satire Mm -hmm. people didn't bitch at tarantino when he did all that shit with inglorious bastards yeah like we're allowed to like do stuff and like mel brooks in the 70s was springtime for hitler oh exactly like yeah Yeah. i i I understand but at the same Mm -hmm. time it's a freaking satire yeah and uh think about think about ianucci with the death of stalin oh totally he was just making it's along the same it's it's in the same realm right yeah like making fun of dude that it's that movie's worse (laughs) it is is hardcore and it's also hilarious it's funny (laughs) yeah um yeah i think it's really great i think thomas and mckenzie is like one of the great upcoming oh, yeah. actresses of our time yeah the, the little kid's really good yeah uh, roman griffin davis yeah it's his first role too yeah uh he has a, a little friend in the film who's really great he shows up like three or four times and just kills every time he's on the screen yeah uh i have it in my notes his name i think his name is yorkie yeah and he, he just sneaks up on you man and <laughs> every time he shows up he's just comedy gold he's uh, perfect sam rockwell's great yeah yeah uh he's having some fun Scarlett Johansson's really good too. Oh, she is awesome in this. Yeah, like it's a really good movie. I, I, I just, I just hope people don't overthink it. Yeah, I think that seems to kind of be happening right now. Yeah, and you know what? If, if people are, that's, I, you know, I think I, what what my friend said to me was that um, any film that makes Adolf Hitler more human should not exist. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the the tough thing about that is it's it's not a represent if it was a true representation of who Adolf Hitler was it would have been a hateful movie. Totally. 
and there would be no comedy there. Yeah, and it's so, a funny, it's a funny movie. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I I also thought it was a lot more sad the second time I watched it. Oh really? Yeah. The the, the third act is really hard hitting at times. It is, and I I think I got more of the the, the hardness of the film. Mm-hmm. I really like the film. Yeah. Um, and and I don't want to not tell people to watch it. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. Yeah. Um, it won the it won the audience award at TIFF. Yeah. Like that's a mainstream film festival. Oh, big time! Voted yeah. on by thousands of people, and it won the audience award. Yeah. Um. So, um. You know, maybe some reservations, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I I I like to watch films that make me think and yeah. make me stretch a little bit mm-hmm. mentally. Yeah. And uh, this is a good film. Yeah. Um. You know, might not be for you, mm-hmm. but hey, uh, at least you tried it. Yeah. Um. And you know, sometimes uh, don't listen to Bill. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's right. One thing I also wanted to say, too, is that uh, Waititi uh, is an incredible visual storyteller. Like, he, all aspects of his filmmaking, I'm, I'm a really big fan of. Like, there's, uh, and I'm going to be very vague here because not everybody's seen it, obviously, but there's a particular shot and moment that uh, doesn't work without his visual language. And when it happens, it's just such a punch to the gut. And I was just, I was laughing. I was like in the middle of laughing. And then I was like, wait a minute. As I was realizing something was happening, I just felt so fucking sad. Yeah. And uh, I was just, I was devastated and shocked and just went through like the gamut of emotions in the span of about 60 seconds. And um, I think it takes a special talent to do that. I'm also going to say that um, his use of music is really great in the film, too. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's all like German Beatles songs. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. <laughs> it's great. Also, I'm going to be really vague. This is just for Adrian. Um, the final scene in the film uh, made me cry. Oh, nice. Yeah. Same here, dude. It's so yeah. freaking perfect. Yeah. Because uh, it's set up earlier in the film. Mm-hmm. It's his mom talks about it. And right. then, then at the end of the film, yeah, it's, it's so great. It's stunning. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, and I don't know why it made me cry. It yeah. just did. I'm a big softie. There yeah. you go. We can talk after. But I, yeah. I think I know why. I've got some thoughts. It's such a lovely scene. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. If it's still out where you, where you, where you live, please support this just, movie. Just remember, it's a satire. Satire. Yeah. It's meant to be funny, and yeah. it's not meant to be hurtful in any way. I don't way. think what TT was trying to hurt people when he made this film. No. But he was trying to make people laugh. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully you got that out of it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, um, check out what TT is on Twitter. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Do not blame me. That's I right. Just, I just like the film. Hell Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I agree. Okay, so let's move on to our next part of the show, the movie club. This is where Bill picks a movie. He somehow knows I haven't seen it. Um, but I guess, you know, we've been watching movies together and doing a podcast for how many years now? Six years or so. Six? Yeah, I think so. Jeez. I guess it might be six in January, right? Yeah. Might even be seven. Seven-ish. I guess some some time we take extended breaks. So four. <laughs> four years. Four years since 2013. Um, but yeah, um, I guess since you know me so well, you know what I have and haven't seen. And, and in this movie club, you picked Climax. Part of my uh, my October genre picks. Yeah. I always seem to pick a genre film yeah. in October. Yeah. And this was from this year. 
Yeah, that's right. I know Adrian had, had missed it. Yeah. Um, I saw it last year at the Vancouver International Film Festival. Right. At a midnight show at the Rio Theater. Yeah. Where freaking melted skulls. <laughs> How did it play there? Oh, dude, it played real well. Nice. Real well. Nice. Uh, nutty, nutty film. As, as, <laughs> as, as I, as I kind of told you. Uh, before, before you start, did anybody walk out? Don't think so. No? Okay. I think, I think everybody knew what they were getting into. Nice. Yeah, it's a Gaspar Noe film. <laughs> yeah. You kind of know what you're going to get. Yeah. And this is probably his most tame film. I've heard that. Yeah. And accessible. Yeah, I've heard that too. Which, if you watch the film, you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's perfect for me, because this might be my first Gaspar Noe film. Yeah, I think it probably is. Unless you've, unless you've seen Irreversible, no. or Enter the Void, or no. Carne, or... Yeah, no. okay, yeah. I, I thought it was your first one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, from, from this year, Gaspar Noe... Uh, French dancers gather in a remote, empty school building to rehearse a on a wintry night. The all-night celebration morphs into a hallucinatory nightmare when they learn that their sangria has been laced with LSD. Yeah. See, I didn't, I didn't know that. Really? Going in, okay. I had no idea what I was getting into. So okay. I was like, really, what the fuck? I think going I remember on? telling you to play it really loud. Yeah. Hopefully you played it really loud. Oh, I watched it kind of late. So okay. I, but I, I did get the full effect, I think, yeah. without being in a movie theater. So pretty much the only star in the film is Sophia Botella. Yeah. Who was in uh, Kingsman Part 1. Yeah. As like the, the, the ultra high assassin girl. Yeah. Who kicked a lot of ass. Oh, yeah. She's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, and a bunch of like no-name dancers who, yeah. who are all actually kind of good. Yeah. For not being actors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is uh, kind of a swift kick in the junk, eh? It, it really is. <laughs> yeah. To the brain, so to, see, to the see, eyeballs. Can I, can I just ask, did you actually like the film? I don't know. Um, honestly, I've been wrestling with it since I watched it. I think I I think I did. Uh, I, I messaged, Success. I messaged Will right after I watched it. I was like, I don't know if I hated it or if I loved it. And I said, I'll I, I may never determine what, what I thought of this movie, but success. Yeah. Cause like legit, I didn't read the premise. I didn't know what it was going in. I just heard it was crazy. And, uh, uh, seriously about 30 minutes in, I was kind of, I was kind of ready to give up, but I was like, I, you know, nothing crazy's happened yet. So I'll wait till that shit starts happening. Because the first, the first 10 minutes is like interviews. Yeah. And it's all essential. Yeah. Like yeah. talking about, all the dancers, what, what, what their favorite things in life are about and where they, they dance and all that stuff. Did you notice all the tapes in the background were like oh, yeah. old school horror films? <laughs> yeah. Like Suspiria yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, so then, then it cuts to like a dance rehearsal. They literally do like dance an entire song. Yeah. And it's really cool. It's fun to look at. And then they just talk for about 20 minutes. Yeah. And then the LSD kicks in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it kicks in oh like, boy does it bam. kick in uh everybody starts uh, some some people are having a good trip mm -hmm. but let's just say some people aren't yeah including yeah. Uh, men women and children <laughs> yeah children yes you heard that right <laughs> what the fuck dude what the fuck <laughs> that part really pissed me off I was mad. Were I you? was I was mad. I kind of laughed. I'm sorry. I'm a little maniacal. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, and and I don't mean it in like the Fantastic Fist. Oh no, they killed a dog. A, a make believe dog died in a movie. I mean like 
Yeah, he got the reaction he was looking for from me. Yeah, like anger, but not like how could you do this? It it worked in the scope of the movie. I this is gonna be this is kind of kind of a little bit maybe a little bit spoilerish, but when that scene happens, I think somebody at the screening I saw like yelled out, "Oh my god, the kid!" Oh no way! (laughs) Damn. Well, uh, also success, success. (laughs) Yeah. The, they, the thing is, like, what I have written in my notes is... Uh, fuck you, Bill. Fuck you, Bill. That, that's one of them. Um, one of them is... Uh, oh, one of the thoughts that crossed my mind is, why did Bill make me watch this fucking movie? Uh, but I'm glad you did. At the end of it, I was like, I'm genuinely thrilled that I watched that movie because there's nothing like this. Um, because then the style starts to come out. Yeah. Uh, it starts getting shot really weird, like upside yeah. down and weird angles. Weird angles, and people are doing things, and the music is boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, it's like nothing you've ever seen before. And I think you have to see films like that because oh, yeah. those are the best films as far as <laughs> yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah. I, I respect the hell out of the ambition, the vision of this movie. And yeah, the, you know me, I'm a very visual, uh, I love visuals. And this one, <laughs> this one, did not fall short on visuals and fucking cool music and people doing weird shit and the thing is a lot of the dancers because they're dancers they can contort their bodies so very strange ways it really added to the holy shit am i fucking high right now like um and i thought the cast was terrific despite butella being the only real actor in the movie they all did a fantastic job i I love watching the opening dance scene and everybody's doing all these like stupidly great dance moves and then sophia butella comes in like raises her arm and then goes back out (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. so good yeah that was awesome i i thought i thought she did a fine job of blending in with him did you did you enjoy the closing credits at the beginning? Oh yeah, that's a Gaspar Noé that's, thing. Oh, every it? movie really has the closing credits first backwards. Oh, that's always backwards, huh? And sometimes on an angle, yeah, and sometimes reversed, like wow. irreversible. Okay, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. That was weird. I was like, hey, what's going on here? And then the opening credits about fifty minutes into the film. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, because it's a Gaspar Noé. I, I was not ready for that structure, but it was very refreshing to watch that uh because you know i've been watching mainstream disney shit for yeah, like dude, a week <laughs> that, is, that is like no rules cinema yeah. I, I love that yeah yeah uh it's got my favorite uh daft punk song in it rolling and scratching oh hell yeah so good when that hits dude <sighs> such a banger man it's so sick such a banger <laughs> it's there's, a so bunch sick. Of, there's a bunch of bangers in that film yeah uh the and and the, and the last scene of the film uh, which is also the first scene of the film, right? Like it's like fucking Gaspar Noé. What are you doing? Oh, dude? it is the first. Scene. Yeah, it's like that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, like it's Jesus. literally that's why the closing credits are first because yeah. it shows the yeah it's yeah yeah he's he's a nutball man. man. He doesn't yeah. he, he doesn't follow structure <laughs> at all. Yeah, it's so awesome. Yeah, it is disorienting, and I probably I probably do love this film. Uh, yeah, hate is a very strong word in this case because uh, I felt very stimulated while watching it, and that's one of the points of the film. You're you're going to have a reaction while you watch this, and I was very repulsed, and that's that's a reaction they're looking for as well. And um, 
So yeah, you might not want to watch any of his other films. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I said this one's like kindergarten compared to the other Oh, ones. is it? Yeah. 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 Irreversible is a film, man. Yeah. Holy shit. That I've heard film. that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I was actually going to do that as a movie club one for October mm-hmm. and somebody talked me out of it. Really? That's crazy. Because yeah. they're like, he doesn't need to watch that film. Yeah. And I'm like, was yes. that Will? No, it okay. was uh, my buddy Chris. Okay. Who uh, is also a really big fan of that film. But yeah. at the same time, you have to be in the right mood to watch that film. Yeah. It's not easy at yeah. all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I, I asked about Will because he was, he said almost word for word what you just said. He's like, I love the film, but I would never ask anybody else to watch it. And uh, that I also got to thinking a little bit. I was thinking, I posted this on Twitter. I was like, what's, what are some of the greatest movies you've watched that you'll only ever watch once? And the first three that came to mind for me were uh, Amore. Amore? Yeah, Amore was, that was there too. That was actually the fourth one I thought of. I also thought of uh, Son of Saul. Um, we need to talk about Kevin and uh, Polytechnique. You know, these these are all incredible films that I don't know if my soul can take another viewing. Polytechnique is a hard film. It is. That's a really hard film. It's, it's about it's a, a school shooting. It's and an it's essential beautiful. film, but man, yeah. that's a hard film. We need to talk about Kevin's a really great film too. Yeah, I love that one so much. So I've probably watched Son of Saul five times. So oh, have I probably you? shouldn't talk about that. Yeah. But. Well, and the thing is, it is. It's how do you? It's a weird feeling to say I love that film that contains yeah. some of the worst images of human history. Yeah, but it's awful. It's just but, the reality. Yeah, you know, but it's, brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one, <laughs> I, I probably did love it, I think, but with... I wish you could have saw it on the big screen. Yeah. It was so great on yeah. the big screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just like the, with, the, with the bass and mm-hmm. yeah, just, yeah, just nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am, um, man... You never, you never get out of October easy, do you? No, no, not at all. It's crazy. <laughs> but um, this one's a trip. Um, who do you recommend this to? <laughs> who is this for? Genre film lovers. That's true. Yeah, like yeah. it's a genre film, man. It is it's just a really oddly structured, mm-hmm. like nothing you've ever seen film before. Yeah, like very it's, challenging. It's, yeah, it's he doesn't make simple films. Yeah. Um, and as I said before, I don't like so I want all my films to be weird because mm-hmm. I, I like to flex a little bit when I'm watching films. Yeah. Because you, you can only watch The Mandalorian for so long <laughs> yeah. before you gotta get bored. The Lady in the Tramp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the thing I was thinking of too. I was like this is if there's a fucking bill movie out there this is it man this is a bill movie uh but i'm i'm really glad you made me watch it because uh, i don't know if i ever would have seen this otherwise i know because it, it played here one night oh it did and it was the night after the 24-hour movie marathon jeez oh, it was at yeah. the vic yeah and i remember we were on the ferry I'm like, yo, dude, you want to go see Climax if we oh, yeah. the Vic? And you're like, yeah, dude, text me later. And I text you, oh. like, and you're like, I'm asleep. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably got one of those sleepy messages that I don't ever remember re- replying to. But yeah, then I went and saw it again. Oh, nice. That was so great. That's awesome. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a special film. Yeah, it's out there, man. It's a Bill film. It's a Bill film. It really is. So, uh, speaking of Bill films, uh oh, I'm going. I, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm trying to get Adrian's top ten list in order. 
Yeah. So for the next, oh, shit. For, the, for the next, for the climax was this year. Yeah. Because it actually opened this year. Yeah. This film that I'm picking now and the next one are all going to be 2019 films. Nice. I have them all lined up. Okay, cool. Uh, this was a film I got in a lot of shit for liking last year. Oh, really? I saw it at a film festival last year and I, th- out of all my friends, I think three of us liked it and the rest really hated it. Oh, wow. Uh, myself liked it. Kyle Wells liked it. Zach Mosley liked oh, it. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a really interesting film. Mm-hmm. And I am and I say that because I don't think it's also like Climax. It's kind of like nothing you've ever seen before. Right. And it's very strange. I don't know if you're going to like it, but I'm taking a goddamn chance. And that's what movie club's for, man. Hell yeah. Uh, this one is Under the Silver Lake. Oh, yeah. Uh from the guy who made It Follows. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. A, a straight up genre horror film. Yeah. And then he kind of made a stoner detective <laughs> film. Nice. And it's, it has an audience. People are really like, you either really dig this film or yeah. you don't. Yeah. And a lot of people had, had it on their top 10 list this year. Cool. And I'm like, yes. Right on. Finally. Vindication for Bill. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because I was on a goddamn island last Viff. Yeah, Everybody I remember hated that. that film. And I remember you saying, I hope he doesn't touch it. Did did he make any changes? Didn't touch it. Oh, good. It's still as wacky as it should be. <laughs> nice. And, uh, you know, I'm taking a chance here. Hell uh, yeah. I, I think you're going to dig this one. Nice. It's, it's not for everybody, but I think it's really good. Nice. Uh, so here's, I got the Blu-ray, of Wicked. course. Hell yeah. Hard to find in Canada. Oh, jeez. Uh, but there you go. Starting yeah. with the great Andrew Garfield and uh, the great Riley Keough. Oh, Riley Keough. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's a really weird film. But uh, I think we might have be having a really weird conversation next episode. <laughs> right on. We're, That's cool. We're, you're just going to be like, what the fuck, Bill? What the fuck, What dude? the fuck, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but uh, there are plenty of people out here who have written some really amazing things about this film. Right on. Including Zach Mosley on Letterboxd, who wrote oh, a really I'll, great review of it. check that out. Where he said more or less in his review that he like rewatched it and took notes wow. to write his review because he, awesome. he was so into it. Right on. So uh, I hope you have the same kind of gusto when you watch the film. Right on. But uh, yeah, it's it's I think it's lovely. Right on. And uh, yeah, the That's next cool. the next one's really cool too. I, I think you're gonna do the next one nice. too. Just trying to to help shape your top yeah, ten. Yeah, we gotta get there. Yeah, hell yeah. Right on. Thanks. Because we're getting all. A little close to that uh, end year time. That's true. It's only about five weeks away, it's man. It's sneaking up on us, man. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, what, 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 what's going to be the film that stops us from doing our top 10 oh, list? Oh, 1917. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it opens limited in December. Uh, opens mid-January. Yeah. Somewhere. And probably anything you've seen at Fifth that I haven't seen. Yeah. Like the... What's that? No, I'm not even going to try L- something. Luckily... I know people who know people. Right. So hopefully we'll be able to take care of a few of those films, yeah. if you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying. Hell yeah. Secret <laughs> handshake. Secret handshake. That's right. I just wanted to do a quick shout out. Zach Mosley is the absolute man. And uh, he did something really cool on the internet that I'm not going to expand on. Oh, but. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. Zach, you're a goddamn genius. Zach is a god. And uh, uh, four of us are nodding in, in agreement. Oh, awesome story. <laughs> I hate not being able to say it, but yeah. goddamn, that's a great story. Love you, Zach. <laughs> so if you want to join, we call it Movie Club because we want to encourage our friends to talk about it with us. So if you have any thoughts on 
Under the Silver Lake climax. Come on, all you motherfuckers. You hate Under the Silver Lake. <laughs> Give it to me next episode. Give it I'll, to us. I want to hear your goddamn venom. Give us Bring your complaints. <laughs> um, please send us a message on Twitter. Um, any way you can reach us, and we'd love to read your thoughts on, on a future episode. It doesn't have to be Under the Silver Lake or Climax, or it could be any of the movies that we've reviewed through Movie Club. Hey, tell me how much you hated Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. And why? Tell me how much you love Jojo Rabbit. I don't care. Yeah. Just be able to explain why you didn't like it or, yeah. or loved it. Yeah. That's all we ask. That's all I ask. You'll be wrong, but we want to know. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. Next. Wrong. <laughs> Next. Yeah. When I, when I, when I go through my, uh, my mail in the morning. Wrong. 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 False. <laughs> You're an idiot. MAGA. <laughs> That's right. Heck yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to lightning round. Um, I'd like to start first because I got a bunch of stuff here. How, how's your list? It's okay. Yeah. They got about 10 things. Okay. Yeah. I'm um, sure we have a little bit of crossover. Yeah, we've got some crossover. Definitely crossover here. Are, also, we, are, are we still in the uh, October horror? Uh, yeah, the, the very end nice. of my October I'm, stuff. I'm curious about this because yeah. you guys were watching some weird stuff. Yeah, we were. Cool. Yeah, like the, what did we leave off with? Videodrome. <laughs> and like Friday the 13th part <laughs> yeah. 6 or whatever? 7, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we didn't watch as many weird, cool shit, but we'll, we watched some good stuff. I'll start out with that then on the topic of the horror films we watched to end uh, October. We definitely want to watch more next year, but we watch this shit year round, but we do make a more concentrated effort. Um, we watched The Devil's Rejects because we wanted to get ready for the next Rob Zombie movie. And because it's badass. It's so fucking good, yeah, man. It's the only good Rob Zombie film. It's, I, I, I know I'm, I'm like a... Yeah. But man, Devil's Rejects is a better film than all of them. It's, it is. It yeah. is his best film. I really enjoy House of a Thousand Corpses. Really? And uh, Lords of Salem I, I quite enjoyed. I thought Lords of Salem was really good for a bit. Yeah. And then it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I I adore the hell out of um, Sherry Moon Zombie in Rip. these. She's really good in these roles. Um, Devil's Rejects, if you haven't seen it, uh, I think it's a classic. I, I love the world he created. And it was a little bittersweet to watch um, Sid Haig in, yeah. in this role. Cause the was, great. Yeah, because for, for some of us, I'm in, including myself here, some of us haven't seen his older stuff. So this was a really good entry point for me. And then you just start recognizing him in, in all the other works that he did. And he passed away recently. And so it was really sad to see, uh, you know, somebody who is very beloved in the horror community and uh, movies in general. It's uh, Sherry Moon Zombie, Bill Mosley, and Sid Haig. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. three from hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, ex yeah. The three from hell. And that's what we watch next. Nice. We watch the three from hell. Nice. Uh, we liked it for what it was. Um, it's entertaining, but it's very obvious. It had a very micro budget, which, you know, Robert Rodriguez shot El Mariachi for, you know, a, a couple seven, hundred bucks or yeah, something. Yeah, seven grand or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, The Devil's Rejects, part of why it works is the way it was shot. Um, what did they shoot it? it? It was like 16 millimeter yeah. or some shit. And I, and I don't think that was a style choice. I think that was a budget choice. Yeah. Yeah. And it really works for the movie. Yeah. Uh, and Three from Hell, it, it is, I believe it is shot digitally. It just has that polished digital look, which I thought took away from the, just the tone of the 
what that franchise is going for. Yeah, if you're going to make a Grindhouse film, make it look like a Grindhouse film. Yeah, yeah. And they actually had to rewrite a lot of it because Sid Haig got sick right before they started shooting. And on the day he was supposed to show up, they didn't hear from him. And then they found out he was in the hospital. And he was basically on his deathbed um, when he did shoot for a part of a day in this movie. And um, I read an interview with Rob Zombie and Sid Haig very bluntly told him, like, this is the final thing I'm doing and uh, that's going to be that. So it was, it was really bittersweet to see him. Um, really touched my heart because he does not look very good. No. And, um, it, was, it was just heartbreaking to see. I think it's a good movie, but it's not one that I would tell people to rush out and go see. I never watched it because a lot of people said it was like the worst film of the year. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, and that I can see too. <laughs> but you know me, I'm a I'm a campy horror guy. I, I love watching all these these movies, and uh, at least it's better than Thirty One. <laughs> oh man, that was trash. That was trash. Yeah, the the ending of Devil's Rejects. Yeah, is like an all timer. It is all timer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't top that, man. No. Freebird? Yeah. Come just on, man. Freaking great. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we watched uh, Attack the Block, and that was the final horror film we watched during uh, October. That, uh, that film killed at the 24 hour movie marathon. Hell yeah, it did. I love Attack yeah. the Block. It's so great. Yeah. It's so great. Oh, actually, I lied. The last one we watched was Halloween, the original Halloween. That's just and too much madness for one text. <laughs> it, is. it really is. Yeah, man. Oh, man. That's such a great line. Yeah. It's so good. It's filled with so many great lines and performances. John like Boyega. Boyega. Young Boyega. Yeah, so it's good. It's amazing. It's Moses. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was, our, that was our Halloween October, scary, spooky October movies. How many did you guys watch? Like maybe 20, 15? We watched about 15, I think. Nice. Oh, actually, the next one I'm going to talk about counts. I believe it counts. Sure. The Lighthouse. Oh, nice. Dude, <laughs> that movie fucked me up, man. When I when I watched it at VIF, I uh, I didn't rate it right away. Okay. I waited like a day and a half. I remember that. Because yeah. I wasn't sure if I liked it oh, okay. or if I didn't like it. Yeah. I think I, I said to myself, I, I like it. I just don't know how much I liked it. Like, it's mm-hmm. a very strange film. It is. And uh, yeah, I think it's strange on purpose. Oh yeah. So don't don't think it's just because I'm a weirdo or something like that, or Adrian's not or something. Yeah, it's just a really strange film. It is. It's literally two guys in a lighthouse. One guy farts a lot and <laughs> yeah. talks in she sea shanties. And, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the other guy kind of goes nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Or do and, they both go nuts? And uh, it, true. Yeah. Uh, and a really weird aspect ratio. Yeah. Like think 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 of your your iPhone screen. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's the aspect ratio. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. And one might be the other's daddy. Yeah, it's, it gets really strange. <laughs> There's power dynamics that's going on there and sexuality that I had a really good talk with Will Lindis about that. And we've got some thoughts on and and the movie has thoughts on yeah on uh and there's male relationships and there's and, mermaids and, <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it's fucking out there dude and, uh, he, sh- and he shot it on really old cameras yeah and it looks like it it does but at the same time it's beautiful yeah because the first Ro- shot because robert eggers is a goddamn genius yeah yeah, I love this movie through and through. Uh, I just felt completely <laughs> like hairs standing up on my entire body through the whole thing. But then once again, 
who do you who do you be like yo dude go see the lighthouse oh yeah like super great (laughs) yeah like can you actually like recommend that to anybody if if i were the first out of our group to see it i would recommend it to my brother and you for sure and uh that's probably where the, my list would end. Yeah. <laughs> if they've been to a film festival before, they probably will dig it. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's out there. Yeah. But it, I think it's good out there. It, it's, yeah, I think it's phenomenal. I love uh, Pattinson. He just, again, completely transforms into this character. And Defoe goes off on this one scene. Well, he goes off on a lot of scenes. But one scene in particular where he gets upset with Pattinson and calls him all these names and insults. And it's just the best thing I've seen all year yeah. in terms of him just getting pissed off over something that's so small and minor and insignificant. But... In the uh, restraints of human interaction, other than the the guy sleeping next to you and w- working alongside or above and below, and there's a ton going on here yeah. that I would love to dissect. Yeah, I, I, as I said, I took a couple of days almost to unpack the film. I just yeah. like, I was just like, wow, that's yeah. just like, there's so much going on in my head right now that yeah. I think I would probably be be doing a disservice to this if I just rushed it. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, good film. Hell yeah. Just maybe not for everybody. Yeah. I exactly. like how I like how Robert Pattinson could probably be Ryan Reynolds or Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. and instead is in the lighthouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a good looking dude. Hell yeah. He could be a huge leading man. Yeah. Except for he's doing A24 films. Yeah. In 119 to 1 aspect ratios. Yeah. You know, like, good on you, sir. Yeah, man. I know Hell he's going yeah. to be the, the next Batman, but at the same time, he's been paying his dues. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's been doing work. He did the Safdie Brothers film. Yeah. He did uh, Lost City of Zed. He's, he, I love him so much, man. If you can tell me a better performance from somebody who was like a child actor after watching Good Time. Mm-hmm. Like his that performance is so damn good. Hell yeah! Like he, people and Kristen Stewart. Oh yeah, she's got the fucking Twilight man. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah. He's 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 one of the greats. Yeah, yeah. He's, oh yeah. He's and Batman will be great. Because, you watch. Yeah, in large part because he, of him. He's so good. Yeah. What else? <laughs> uh, you saw this one too, I think. Terminator Dark Fate. I did. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I, I thought it was good. Yeah, like it's it's it's. it's he, it's definitely worse Terminators than this. <laughs> there are. Um, some of the story stuff really drags and really sucks, but you're signing up for a Terminator movie <laughs> for action, and I thought they delivered really good action. And Mackenzie Davis is awesome. I love Mackenzie Davis. And I like a bunch of people of color being in movies yeah. as yeah. main characters. Yeah. Even, even when they're not really huge actors. Yeah. They did a fantastic job. Yeah. And Linda Hamilton's cool. Yeah, she's awesome. And Arnold, for what he is, is Arnold. Yeah, yeah, he's his dry Arnold humor is yeah. here, and it it was fun. Um, it got destroyed in the box office, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Do do Terminators age? <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think they do. Because if he's a robot, yeah, why would he age? Well, I think the it's living tissue. I think is what they described <laughs> in the first first movie. Jesus. So. Uh, <laughs> That was my only reasoning because I think that stuff is very much alive. I like I like how they gave the the Arnold t- Terminator a backstory. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just awesome. like, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. He's funny. Yes, 
And he even tells you in the movie that he's very funny. Wake up. You have to go to school. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hello, wife. How are you? Do you, Arnold? (laughs) So funny. Always good. It it actually was. I thought it was so hilarious. Hello, my name is Carl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. That was his name, right? Carl? I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was something really nerdy. Yeah. Uh, What else did I see? Oh, Lady and the Tramp, the new live action remake what don't laugh at me it was really cute man oh dude i watched like five minutes of it i turned oh, it off yeah i uh i really enjoyed the the voice acting in it and uh i just couldn't help but be really charmed by in, in the five minutes i watched I, I think i heard sam elliott's mustache oh yeah. yeah yeah his mustache shows up yeah and um he, he does a sam elliott thing yeah um, it but just, I enjoyed it. Just it just felt kind of wrong, so I turned it off. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Maybe and I'm just a bit of a completist. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, you know exactly what it is before. There, there's no surprises. It's just it's just a live action, quote unquote, live action of what you think it's going to be. So, 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 so don't, don't answer this. Like, nod your head to me. Don't want it to be a spoiler. Do they do, they do the stupid noodle scene? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So that's uh, <laughs> that's Lady in the Tramp. Dude, that was on Disney Plus. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Another reason to buy Disney Plus. <laughs> that's Ruining right. your childhood. Hell yeah. yeah. Or enhancing it. No. <laughs> uh, what else? Mandalorian Disney Plus. Two episodes in. I'm really enjoying it. How about that first episode's ending? Dude. Good Lord. Slam dunk. <laughs> yeah. Take my money, Disney. Pretty much. I was just like, wow. Yeah. This is prime Star Wars and mm-hmm. it's on television. Yeah. Oh my God. Hell yeah. Yeah. John Favreau, right? Yeah. He directed and wrote and, it. And, and the guy who did all the, the Clone War cartoons and is, is the director. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, sweet. So it, it, he has like a, a background. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It, I think it's really damn good, man. And we're only two episodes in, but I'm a big fan of like the world building, the character establishments. and It's a giant Western. J- yeah, it is. Yeah. And I love it that. Is. Yeah. And I, I love hearing Werner Herzog say the word Pawsec. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his awesome line about how bo- being a bounty hunter and talking about what it's like to be a bounty hunter. And- yeah. I'm pretty sure he probably ad-libbed. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's Werner Herzog. <laughs> yeah. I, I was listening to a podcast that said in one of his documentaries, he got shot in the leg while they were shooting it. And then he kept rolling and it's in the movie does it shock me a bit what a psycho have you ever seen fitz Coraldo? no where they move a, a giant boat over a mountain oh no <laughs> and they actually move it <laughs> really <laughs> damn Ooh. that sounds awesome that, that might be a movie club movie yeah that's a fucking great movie cool and then, then there's a documentary by les blank uh called burden of dreams that okay he shot while they were making Fitz Corraldo. Oh, okay. And it's almost as interesting as the movie. Wow. Because they, Herzog was nuts. Yeah. 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 He still might be a little nuts, but yeah. he was way more nuts back then. Oh, yeah. And that movie is just nuts. Crazy. Yeah. Right on. I, my, my favorite uh, Herzog doc is obviously Grizzly Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, have you seen that movie? I haven't seen it, oh, no. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. It's so hardcore. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's a maniac. But his voice, he has one of the coolest voices out there. There was nothing left of the man except for some entrails and his watch. <laughs> no way. I'm just like, oh my God, this is so harsh. <laughs> really harsh news, but yeah, like, he's oh my... delivering the line. Yeah. That's awesome. The family would not let us watch the footage. <laughs> it was so gross. It was, oh, his oh, voice is so great. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the albino alligators in the caves. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He is the man. The man. And apparently, he hasn't watched any of the Star Wars movies. That doesn't shock me. A which bit. is, I think, is awesome. Is he going to come out with a big thing about Marvel movies? I too? hope so. Yeah, I hope so. But he's untouchable. <laughs> Nobody will scorch him. I didn't like the Avengers movies, but I loved Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would just end the internet, dude. Everybody with a letterboxed account would be like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, and I, just, I just hijacked the podcast. You did. I'm sorry. You did. It's all good. We'll, we'll recover. <laughs> Um, speaking of TV shows, <laughs> Silicon Valley season six. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What, Hell yeah. what are they? Three episodes in? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say much more than I'm really enjoying it. Jared is continues to be my favorite character and Gilfoyle is just right behind him. I love <laughs> Gilfoyle. Gilfoyle is a little AI bot or he. Oh yeah. The chat bot. Yeah. Thing. Chat bot. Yeah. So good. That was so funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's like chatting with, uh, what's his name? Dinesh. Dinesh. Yeah. yeah. And Dinesh is like, he's so funny. Look at what he just said. <laughs> and then he sees Gilfoyle like making coffee or whatever. <laughs> Not talking to him. It's so funny. Yeah. It makes me wish that was a real thing. That show could just go on forever. Yeah. And it probably would not stop being funny. Yeah. It's just a funny culture. Yeah. But yeah, sadly, this is the final season. Uh, eight episodes, I think. Is that it? I think so. Fuck. Yeah, it sucks, man. Um, and then I watched C, which is on Apple TV+. Plus. That's a Jason Momoa um, series. It's set in like the far distant future where humankind can no longer... Everybody's blind, essentially but there's a very heavy uh indigenous influence in the way it's presented and the way they live like it's it's very tribal and it takes place in like the woods and it's actually shot in campbell river so it's very northwest coast indigenous stuff and uh <laughs> that'd be pretty trippy going into like your local grocery store and there's oh, Jason, yeah. Jason Manoa <laughs> buying <laughs> some pineapple yeah exactly <laughs> whoa <laughs> oh dude <laughs> Selfing. <laughs> yeah. Can you sign this package of beef jerky, please? Um, and Tentu Cardinals in it too. Which oh, just the, the, the queen of Canadian acting. Yeah, yeah. I love her so much. So good. So whenever she shows up, I'm just like, yes, thank you. It. I'm really enjoying it. We're two episodes in and uh, really beautiful. It's just stunning to look at. And uh, Momoa plays Momoa, leader of a clan and leader of his people and warrior. Despite being blind, and That's I love cool. it. Yeah, I, maybe I'm I'll really check excited. It out. Yeah, yeah. I, I recommend it. Cool. And I've uh, been watching a bit of Clone Wars stuff because I've only watched a few episodes from season one, so I'm trying nice. to watch all that. Nice. Yeah. Did you Did you check out any any of the uh, Star Wars movies in 4K? I watched uh, the first Star Wars and. 
the fucking special edition shit is still such an eyesore. McCluskey. Oh my god, that's so bad. And I had to explain to Sarah the way the scene actually plays out, and then she got it. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll ignore all the bullshit that just happened. And all the dumb shit Lucas put in the background, like the moving little creatures and Can shit. Can you just charge me like 500 bucks for like 4K discs of the original movies? Yeah. I'll buy them. Yeah. I just want the originals. Yeah yeah please yeah yeah so uh, we're gonna watch them through there Uh, i I heard that um phantom menace looks like shit oh really because they they shot it on really like first gen high def cameras oh that's right it was the first like digital movie really soft damn yeah huh which which is cool because i'm never gonna watch that film again (laughs) yeah Dude, the Duel of the Fates, though. The cool thing about uh, the Disney Plus versions is that they actually have the uh, 20th Century Fox logos on them. Yeah, which is I love that. essential for Star Wars. It is. It's got to start up with a dun-dun, dun-dun, <laughs> yeah. dun-dun, Yeah. You, you got to have that with Star Wars. Yeah. Then Lucasfilms, yeah. Star Wars. Hell yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It yeah that's william williams at his fucking prime dude. Oh, dude one of the greats yeah him and cliff martinez yeah dude hell yeah <laughs> cliff martinez hell yeah and, and michael levy <laughs> yeah um yeah that's that's the stuff i've been watching lately nice what did i watch i actually watched shit oh it's cool man it's two shows in a row you've watched yeah them. yeah that's pretty cool i watched well the uh jay and silent bob reboot oh shit which might be the worst film of the year Really? Coming from a pretty decent big uh, Kevin Smith fan. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. Do you remember when you when you watched the trailer and you were like, oh my God, that looks so dumb and out. Like, he knows oh. he's lost it. Yeah. He's lost it. Damn. He, he's playing for four people in the audience. Yeah. You can't do that. I know a lot of his, his movies were like that before, but at least they were funny. Yeah. They're, it's not funny anymore. Hmm. Uh, it's really terrible. What's uh, it called again? Jane Silent Bob? Reboot. Reboot. Okay. I'm scribbling this down for my notes. Yeah. It's really, <laughs> really terrible. Damn. Completely avoid it. Uh, don't worry. It's barely opened anywhere. Yeah. Kevin's like uh, touring with it. Go, okay. Going to like cities and like charging you 60 bucks to watch it oh yeah uh, i paid 10 and i wanted my money back damn uh ooh, and, and then we get good uh dolomite is my name oh yeah you watched this one yeah i did all hail eddie murphy hell yeah dude yeah uh all hail wesley snipes yeah he's really damn good in this <laughs> i really liked wesley snipes in this movie yeah uh but man uh uh, Eddie's one of the greats. Yeah. You, Comedy-wise, his stuff is super dated, but it's super funny still. Yeah. Even if it's, like, super, like, not PC at all. It's actually kind of gross now, but it's he's still pretty funny. Uh, he's, he's a really good actor. Tons of charisma. Yeah. This whole movie is just him being charismatic. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't really know much too much about Dolomite, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know he was just like a Rudy Ray Moore was like a, like a hustler. Yeah, who just uh, just wouldn't stop. Just made shit happen. If he wanted stuff to get done, he'd just do it himself. <laughs> yeah, he started off by making comedy albums that he sold out of like his truck, his car, yeah. And, yeah. and on comedy clubs. And it, all of a sudden, he was like on the Billboard charts. Yeah, with like no le- re- like record label. And then they, he got a record label, and they helped f- fund this film, and everything was. Mm-hmm. 
him just being a hustler. Yeah. It's like, it's like the Jay-Z songs, man. Yeah. Uh, hell of a film. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, way better than I thought it would be. Actually kind of uh, choked me up at times, too. Same here. It's uh, it's, it's just a really damn good film. Mm-hmm. Uh, every every good African-American actor is in this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's surprisingly good. Yeah. I yeah. liked it quite a bit. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, it's on Netflix. You can watch it right now. No excuse. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I knew about Dolmite was uh like pop culture references. Do you do you remember the Great White Hype? Yeah. Great Yeah. Um Damon Williams was watching Dolmite uh before his fight. That was like what got him pumped up. Nice. And I remember uh the little clips they would show from that. And then his uh his coach like turned it off and he's like now i'm mad he's like don't don't touch my dolmite I was like, who the fuck is dolmite and it's it's amazing and then they show foot real footage from the movie and it's it's super cool yeah i don't i've never seen the full movie no neither have i just clips from i think they played a fantastic fest this year as oh a, did they sidebar because they played nice. dolmite as my name nice uh i saw countdown that, oh that really crappy damn. horror app movie yeah uh, i didn't like it at all this, this was an adrian film though yeah he'll, he'll catch up on a netflix in six months and, and then i'll be like y'all gonna see this y'all slept on he's, this he's like man there was some original stuff in that movie <laughs> that's right and i'll be like nope <laughs> uh, tired uh oh jesus christ Literally, I saw Jesus is King, the oh. 30 minute Kanye West IMAX shot concert film. Uh, I watched it and still can't tell you what the hell this thing was. Uh, he's lost his mind. Yeah. Really cool visuals, though. Like the, 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 the director knew what he was doing. Like it right. looks really cool. But man, it's, everything else just super weird and dumb. Mm-hmm. He's lost his mind. Yeah, that's too bad. He used to be one of the greats. Yeah, not anymore. Uh, yeah. I got nothing about that. That that that. It's terrible. I thought mm-hmm. it was just an absolute waste of thirty minutes. Yeah, and they charged me way too much money for it. Damn, it was like twelve bucks. That's damn. for thirty minutes. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. not impressed. Yeah. Uh, I saw Western Stars, which is a documentary about uh, Bruce Springsteen performing his new album and talking between the songs it's really good Mm -hmm. but very light compared to about six months ago netflix put out a a thing called uh springsteen on broadway oh right it's so much better than this uh western stars feels like half the film that springsteen on broadway is Mm -hmm. so watch springsteen on broadway it's on netflix it's awesome okay awesome nice i saw wow Midway, the new Roland Emmerich film. Yeah. That's all you have to say. (laughs) Stuff blows up. Stuff blows up and it's really dumb. (laughs) Really dumb. Damn. Yeah. Uh, And it almost feels like it's like factually not true either. It's just just not very good. They they had a couple of stars in this one too, didn't they? Um, Is Woody Harrelson in this one? uh, Is he still a star? Yeah. I I don't know about that. Zombieland? (laughs) Yeah, true. Yeah. 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 Uh, I saw The Irishman, but we're going to talk about it next episode. Right. I went to a press screening in Vancouver. Nice. I uh, saw it a couple weeks ago. Hell yeah. That's one of the reasons why we didn't record two weeks ago is because oh, I, right. I was in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, visiting some friends, which I totally really needed. Yeah. Because uh, I was losing my mind. Uh-huh. Uh, I saw Harriet. Oh, shit. How was that? It's not bad, but it's a biopic. Oh, uh, yeah. There are no good biopics, exactly. by the way. Adrian, Adrian Charlie has 
copyrighted that line. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, there are no good biopics. Yeah. It's okay. It's yeah. uh it's it's a biopic. It's so by the numbers. Yeah. Uh I saw Last Christmas, which oh, no. also might be one of the worst films of the year. I wish I could tell you about the third act of this film. You Pe- can after this. People are gonna write books about the third act of this film. Yeah. It is so fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. Not not even the like as a guy, I find Amelia Clark attractive. Her attractiveness mm. can't hold this film up. She tries really hard. But man, this film just sucks. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. And the third act is just damn. Wow. Yeah. Just just wow. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. Uh enough of that. Uh saw we, we talked about Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah. It was uh, it was okay, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh I saw Charlie's Angels. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's actually not that bad. Oh, really? It's actually just it's a, it's a competent action film uh that just kind of goes along and does its thing. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. It, it's not bad. You'll see worse. Yeah. People are killing it. I didn't think it was that bad. It's okay. It's a Netflix film in six months all day. Yeah. You get really stupid high and watch Kristen Stewart try try on dresses. <laughs> the whole movie. She, like, hey. like 15 wardrobe changes. Nice. Uh, it's it's okay. Uh, and and, and if, you, if you don't see the, the quote unquote like twist coming from like a mile away, you should probably watch more movies. Yeah. Yeah. That movie is not very smart. Uh, it's just kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, The Good Liar. Oh, yeah. With Ian McKellen and Helen Mirren. Kind of fun watching two saucy veterans going at e- each other. I just wish the script was better. Okay. Uh, it's just, it's not very good. Uh, every little twist is very easy to find out. Also, if you if you can't figure this movie out, you're not paying attention. Right. Uh, but it's, it's fun watching them go at it. I quite like that. McKellen's awesome. Right I love Ian McKellen. Yeah. Helen Mirren's great too, but I love yeah. Ian McKellen. Right on. Uh, yeah, it, it's a skip, but it's uh, also maybe on Netflix if you're bored. Maybe check it out. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. Cool. Yeah. Right on, kind of, kind of a, As I said, I haven't really been into watching movies. Yeah. I've been, I've been watching the best of the decade. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I, and, and as you said, there's very little out there to see. Like the... For us, like we've through film fests and whatnot, we've seen pretty much everything and worth <laughs> worth watching. I guess this weekend it's Mister Rogers. Yeah. Oh, another movie that's really held up really well over the last decade that um, um, you you guys might have like not have seen, a separation. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, and that's a that's on Amazon too, isn't that's it? That's a good film. Amazon folks, Prime. If you yeah. haven't seen that. Yeah, uh, that that movie has held up really well. Nice. Uh, that was the movie when the credits were rolling, and I sat there through the credits, and these ladies walked by and started laughing at me. They're like, "Who? Can you read that or something?" And I was like, "Fuck you!" Like I almost said, "Fuck you!" I was like crying, like as the credits are rolling, and these ladies come and mock me. I was like, "Who the fuck?" Uh, that's Victoria for you. I hate though. people. <laughs> yeah. All of them. Uh, yeah, this weekend, November 22nd, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Hell yeah. I heard it's more uh, Matthew Reese's character's movie than the actual Fred Rogers movie. Okay. Luckily, we already had the Fred Rogers movie, and it was really good. Hell yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, me too. Uh, Mary, Mary, Mariel Heller is a really great director. Uh, I've heard good things. We'll see. Right on. Um... So yeah, there's this uh, little Disney film, animated, oh, s- sequel, shit, opening. Yeah, uh, it was to, it was a decently big movie. It only made like 1.5 billion dollars. That's right. 
off iTunes alone. Yeah. Uh, Frozen 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love Frozen. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I'm not yeah. afraid to say that. Uh, I heard this one really sucks. No way. It's already screened in Vancouver. Oh. And lots of people said it wasn't very good. Damn. But I will be the one to judge that. Yeah. And what I recommend is see a late showing on like a weeknight if you can or Sunday night because parents will usually have their kids at home. Let it go. <laughs> Part two. Let, yeah, right. <laughs> no, we're not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> no duet. Yeah. I can just imagine how I'm going to be hearing one song from that film for the next eight months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. Not looking forward to it. Uh, 21 Bridges, the new Chadwick Bosman film. About, oh, right. About the, the, they're trying to catch some crooks and their idea is to close all the bridges in New York City so they can't leave. Yeah, it looks cool. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. I like a good procedural. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that. Uh, November 27th, Queen and Slim. God, I can't wait for this. Oh, what's this? Uh, it looks like uh, uh, Daniel Kaluuya and, and a, oh. a, a new actress yeah. play two people who shoot a cop by accident. They yeah. go, go on the run like Bonnie and looks Clyde. Looks awesome. Looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, can't wait. Cool. Uh, yeah. Big. Uh, it's probably not going to open here, yeah. which sucks, but uh, I sure hope it does. Mm-hmm. Supposedly it's going wide. Oh, cool. So hopefully we will get it. Yeah. But man, give, me, I, give me Kaluuya on anything. Yeah. Man. I'll he's be so there. good. Uh, and uh, the guy who ruined Star Wars is back. Ryan Johnson. Hey. Knives Out. Hell yeah. Finally get to see Knives Out. Yeah. I feel like I'm like the only person who hasn't seen Knives yeah, Out. Yeah. Everybody on Twitter has seen it. I heard it's really good. Even though I did watch on YouTube last night after I watched Under the Skin, uh, there was a really awesome interview with him talking about Under, Under the Skin. Oh, cool. And it's really awesome. Nice. Turns out Ryan Johnson got super obsessed with Under the Skin. Really? And like watched it like five or six times in the theater. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. I love you, Ryan. Hell yeah. Just not for Star Wars. <laughs> Brick is awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it. We're also, as said before, we will be watching The Irishman next weekend. Mm-hmm. Adrian will finally get to see it. Yeah. Uh, and then the weekend after, Marriage Story opens here. That's right. Yeah. And hopefully we'll be able to watch that too. I've already yeah. seen it too. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I can't wait for Adrian to see it. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have lots to talk about. Lots of lots to say. Yeah, it'll be awesome. I was going to ask you um, off the cuff here that movie Les Misérables. Yeah, when did do you know when that opens? I wish I did. Okay, but man, that movie is rad. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. I, I only know what you've told me. So oh, so good. Right on. Yeah, hopefully my 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 friends who know friends will maybe get a copy of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, that's right. Uh, oh, is it the is it the French? It is. Entry for the yeah. best foreign language film? Controversially over Portrait of a Lady on Fire. That's right. That's the one I was thinking about earlier, but yeah. I didn't want to try to name it. Yeah. Damn. So we'll see what happens there. Because there can only be one yeah. from each country. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, on that topic, did you see my tweet I posted earlier today where I said, if you could only watch movies from one country, what country would you choose? South Korea. South Korea? Yeah, that was the most popular answer, I think. For me, I... It's between South Korea and France because uh, France, I, French filmmakers, I, I find just historically, <laughs> current day, uh, have a really, I don't know. Well, you could say this about South Korea as well. They just 
capture beautiful images. Adrian has a fetish. <laughs> Which fe- Oh, is that with the French women? French women covered in blood. Yeah, French women covered in blood. <laughs> just French women. Maybe that's it. Leah Sedu. Give me some more of Leah Sedu. I know. After we after we watched uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire and Viff, I said to Marine Antudes, man, is every girl named Adele in France that hot? Yeah. Like, oh, oh, my God. Damn. Yeah. Maybe that's it. But um, I don't know. South South Korean men, though, are pretty damn hot, too. That's tough. Yeah, it'd probably either be France or South Korea. Yeah. Don Holio said uh, he, he would consider Japan as well. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's a damn good choice, too. Yeah, because you'd have Koreeda. Yeah. Takashi Miike. <laughs> Miike. You know you're going to get 20 movies a year. M- Makoto Miike. Shinkai. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the entire animation field. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, Japan would be pretty huge. Oh, fuck. And of course there's America, but like that's kind of a boring answer. Yeah, America. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's something I was thinking about today. Notice how we didn't say Canada? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got Dolan and Villeneuve. Oh, no, we don't. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> we've got Villeneuve. Yeah. But yeah, we we do have quality filmmakers and quality films, just not as many as France or South Korea or Japan. That's actually a pretty good question. Germany. That's a good good question. Or or Spain or uh, who else? Spain, Mexico, uh, Iran. Fucking the list goes like it's tough, right? It's one you really have to think about. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Italy would be way up there too. Yeah. Jeez, man. And of course, you know. We live in a world where we can watch whatever the fuck we want. And thank goodness we can. But it's just a fun thing to think about. I loved your awesome story. I don't know if you told this last episode, but I'll fucking tell it now. Because why mm-hmm. not? We're at the end of the show. How you went looking for Near Dark. Oh, dude. And it was, yeah. on, it was on Criterion Channel of all yeah. places. Yeah. Like, awesome. Yeah. So good. I was, uh, yeah, let me retell that story real quick. So I've been searching for Near Dark for years. Uh, I missed the Blu-ray that came out. It's out of print now. And apparently it's a bad transfer anyway. So it's maybe it's a good thing I missed out on it. Because if you go anywhere, it starts at like 100 bucks. Ooh, so, out of print Blu-ray is <clears throat> so dumb, dude. Yeah. So I've been searching for it for years. It's it's not on any like iTunes or Amazon or anything like that. Um can't even find a dvd of it and uh one night sarah and i are getting ready for bed we were actually going to sleep and then uh i was like oh i haven't looked at criterion channel in about a week or two and i fired it up and i was like looking at what's new and i saw near dark and my heart skipped a beat and (laughs) i fucking freaked out and i legit almost started crying because it's been so many years since i've seen it so cool and um i was like babe we need to watch this right now i was like i don't care i was like even though it's fucking late at night we're both really tired it's kind of the perfect time to watch this movie and we sat down and watched it and i fell in love all over again and uh just i just love everybody in that movie and Bill Paxton, man. I wonder if Criterion did the transfer. I think they did. Uh, some of the audio is a little little spotty, It's, but it may be because I, I watched it late at night and I had to kind of turn it down a bit. But yeah. uh, I really hope it means that there's a near-dark Blu-ray coming on Criterion because that'll be a day-one purchase. It's weird because there's another really old Catherine Bigelow film that I'd love to have on Blu-ray that's not out, uh, Strange Days. 
Oh shit! That, that would be that sick. movie's awesome too. Yeah, Ray Fiennes. Yeah, man, such an awesome film. Hell yeah, damn. Yeah, but, but it's like um, that movie Near Dark. It's like what if what if uh, what if vampires, but a western, and it's just so cool. And, yeah. Um, it all held up really well too. That was the nice thing about it. That's one thing I always worry about with w- watching older films, but it all holds up and it's it's stunning. I added it to my list of. 700 films I need to watch on Criterion Channel. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's actually one that I kind of wanted to be like, hey man, let's add this to Movie Club because it's on Criterion and people can access it. So maybe we can have a special episode or do something. Or uh, if I remember next October. Yeah. I legit haven't seen it probably since it came out. So oh really? It almost be a first time watch uh, for me. Yeah. I want to shout it from the rooftops because it was one of it was one of those super channel movies for me where yep. every time I saw it on, I was like, okay, I need to watch this. It's amazing how people from Canada all all have a super channel movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was uh Super Channel and uh yeah, near dark. And so many. I'd love to do. Do, a do I know my, my super channel movie? Oh, what was do that? Do you remember the Christian Slater film "Pump Up the Volume"? Oh hell yeah, yeah, that was a classic. I need that on Blu-ray. Yeah, <laughs> Happy Harry Hart on. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh man, such a great film. That would be a good article, man. The the movies that we watched on Super Channel. <laughs> <laughs> Only Canadians can relate, but I guess people no, they, who had HBO they, they back had then. They had HBO and Skinamax. Yeah. And yeah, that's true. I didn't call it Cinemax on purpose. <laughs> that's right. Skinamax. Skinamax. Yeah. Right on, dude. So yeah, that's uh, that's episode 94. Oh, shit. Where can people find you online? I am on Twitter, at SoundJam69. Say hi. Cool. And I'm at Adrian underscore Charlie. Uh, the show has a Twitter account. Uh, it's at the green underscore screen. Of course, you can find us on all platforms, uh, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Uh, you can go to thegreenscreenofdeath.com and listen to episodes there. You can actually, on the website, you can go back to the very first episode. You can't do that on iTunes. Do not listen to it. Don't listen to it, but it's just a fun fact. Do not listen to the first <laughs> six <not>. episodes. <laughs> That's right. I am your conscience. <laughs> that was just the, the magic of whatever just happened. Yeah. Uh, don't do not do it. And, uh, yeah. Pimp your, pimp your Twitch. Oh, yeah, my Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash The Crow Show. I stream three nights a week, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And on the Friday night streams, he gets loose. We get we get crazy on Friday night. It gets a little... It gets a little uh, adult-oriented. <laughs> but I've been having a really good time on Twitch lately. Uh, I think I'm really hitting my groove and just playing on my voice and just uh, believing my own bullshit. I think that's a part of... Six, that's one path to success, I think, is just believing in your own bullshit. And uh, I'm running with the man. Running with the devil. <laughs> That's right. Hey. Ah! <laughs> exactly. That was my David Lee Roth invitation. That, that was really good. That was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. If you made it all the way through here, thanks so much. I know it's a long episode, but we had lots of shit to talk about. and Hack the planet. Hack the planet, y'all. <laughs> all right. Until next time, thanks for listening. Peace.